All right, what is going on, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Machetsky, and we've got another compilation-style episode. Because, as you know, as almost every single episode, I have a heavy, heavy influence on the bigger picture because this is the stuff that people do not pay attention to because they think that successful weight loss and health comes down towards a fucking list of foods that you're not allowed to eat and a list of foods you are allowed to eat and you have to consume a certain amount of calories and blah blah blah. Sure, there is times where you need to go down that path but majority of the time, there's bigger underlying issues that we need to face before we even get to that point. But a lot of people just assume, kind of like with exercise, that when it comes to nutrition and weight loss, there's no skills to be learned, no skills needed to get to a point of being successful. So I chose three episodes that I recorded probably around three years ago, um, kind of looking again on seeing if you are ready and seeing if there is things in your environment that you can actually change to see true success. So episode 276, we tackle this whole concept of asking yourself, are you actually ready for change? Because it's all great and exciting that, you know, you want to put your health first, but are you actually ready for that change? It's like a foreign concept to people to think about it. Like, am I actually ready to do this? And you kind of need to ask yourself that. So we're going to explore that topic first, and then we're going to get into negativity. And I find this so interesting because when you audit your inner circle of people you hang out the most, and any of them are, for example, negative, negative view on life, negative, toxic people, then most likely you're going to fall down to that level. And they may be the reason why you're not seeing success. And then we're going to go into episode 281, where we're going to talk about this concept of you need to stop chasing. People chase the next thing they see on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever the fuck of social media you're on. They go jump from one thing to another, hoping that it's the silver bullet that's going to cure all the failed attempts before. This episode is really going to reflect and ask you some hard questions and make you look internally. And if you take the time to really digest these episodes, I think it's going to really open up your mind and you're going to quickly realize what you're going to have to do in order to see success. So I'm going to stop blabbing and let this episode run and hopefully you find some sort of value out of it. Um, Thank you guys again for supporting me. We just hit six years on this podcast, so I'm super excited. Um, So without further ado, here's episode 276, 279, and 281. Here we go.
topic today. We got to talk about your mindset because I find a lot of times and I've looked through kind of like a playback reel in my head of all the clients I've ever trained. And then I started like auditing which ones actually became successful. And there was one major like trend that every single client that was successful met their goals they had one characteristic like across the board all the same and they were ready for change I believe I've spoken about this topic before but I want to bring it back again like I, I think it's been like over a year and you know I hate repeating myself but a lot of times when I get requests on topics to speak about, I've already spoken about it. So maybe like the second time, third time, fourth time I speak about the same thing, maybe I have a different way of saying it. Maybe one word triggers you to finally understand, but you got to be ready for change. You got to have all your ducks in a row and your mind has to be right. And that honestly, I think is one of the secrets to success because you know, so many people get this motivation to like, oh yeah, this year I'm like 2020 is coming up. It's going to be my year for, you know, fitness and health. I'm going to get everything like set. I'm going to do it this year. No more, you know, bitching and complaining, whatever. And then when they actually go put the steps necessary in, they fall off the wagon. Things get crazy and nothing ever happens. You know, like, probably talked about this before I had one client one time that she was super motivated she's like I have this goal of I want to lose 40 pounds I've been waiting long enough I'm going to do it I'm signing up with you for 12 months because for all the clients out there that I train online they know that I only do six and 12 month packages because I want real change I want to build health and fitness into your lifestyle so um you know, this was a couple of years ago and it wasn't until like month seven or eight until this client decided that, okay, I'm going to actually put time and effort into it. You know, your mind can be telling you, hell yes, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get strong. I'm going to train for this marathon. But what else in your life is happening? You know? you might be one of those people that says yes to everything. Like you could be one of those people that will never say no to anybody in your life. And then when it comes to yourself, you have no time for yourself. And this happens a lot more when you become a parent. Like you have little people that you're in charge of to make sure they don't die. You need to feed them, you need to dress them, you gotta take them to school, you gotta take them to their sports, you gotta do this, do that, do that, do that, do that. When does it ever stop for you and then you end up running yourself into the ground you're x amount of pounds overweight you're tired every day you're unhappy you hate your job and then you get to that like you know bottom of the barrel like you're in the deep end you're like what the fuck just happened how did i get here and then you realize okay maybe i need to get my health in order but there's this constant battle of back and forth back and forth of always seeing failure. Fitness and health success doesn't start by actually doing things that go towards your fitness and health that you think of. 
Because most people think, oh, I need to start going to the gym and start eating healthy. I need to start sleeping more. Which are all great things, but they can't happen if everything else in your life that influences those three things don't change. So if you have kids, if you have a job that requires you to do more than 40 hours a week, if you have a relationship that's causing you stress and anxiety, maybe you're going through a divorce, maybe you're trying to sell your house, maybe you just lost your job, maybe you've been dealing with health issues for decades, maybe you've injured yourself. There's so many variables that have to be cleaned up first to actually see success. Like, clear up that kind of crap, like low-hanging fruit. That's what it is. You know, I love seeing people feeling motivated and wanting to change their health. But every single time I see these people that become clients of mine that end up quitting with me completely, they all fall in that same category of they have so much shit going on in their life that there's no chance in hell they can, you know, add on another thing. And this probably, I spoke about this like three years ago about, you know, the four burner analogy. If you think about your stovetop, on a typical stovetop, you have four burners. And that's going to represent four things in your life that you can actually give 100% and see success with. So what are your four things? Is it your family? Is it your job? Is it X, Y, and Z, right? Like, what is it? If you already have four things that you're giving your, you know, time and attention to, 100% effort into... What are the chances of you throwing another pot on there and hoping that what you know contents you put into that pot is actually going to cook? Like you got to be really realistic with yourself. You know, this is where the mindset comes in. Like if you're going to add another thing that's going to have a huge influence in your life, you're going to have to give something up. I'm not saying that you need to start neglecting your kids or your job. Just restructure things. Maybe audit your day and see where the gaps are. You know, I've done this a lot. Like, I've trained so many mothers that have had multiple kids. And I tell them all, like, again, I don't have kids. And I don't want to come across as, like, a fucking asshole that, oh, fuck you, Raph, you don't... (laughs) know anything you don't have kids but I've trained so many parents with their kids and I always ask so many questions to get a better idea of what these parents are going through when it comes to their lives and one common thing is like if the kids are at daycare sleeping or what have you there's usually like 20 minutes where you can get something in So I always tell new mothers, mothers have been struggling for a while, like whenever you get that downtime, get in like a 20-minute movement workout, right? Those things happen. Those things will pop up. You just have to take advantage of it. Maybe you actually don't have anything like that. Maybe you need to literally ask for help, ask for relatives, friends, family to watch your kids for an hour so you can work out. So that's the other thing, the flip side. The mothers I've trained that literally overhauled their life and realized I need to get my health in order 
to be, you know, a strong, confident mother for my kids. And they, like, I used to train a mom with five children. Fucking crazy. She made it a priority to work out three days a week. She just did whatever she could in order to get those three hours. And her life changed. Her health changed. She got strong. She got fit. Like, it's amazing. But if you're going into it where you have so much shit going on in your life, like so much shit, how are you supposed to add on another thing? Here's another good example. I used to train this woman. Her commute to work was two hours. On the way back is another two hours. And then on top of that, she worked at a law firm that like the community that was in there, it's like you go above and beyond your eight hours. So a lot of times it's like she had these high expectations to lose a bunch of weight, but I'm like, none of that's gonna happen until you clear up their stuff with work. Like maybe that's a conversation you need to have because I've had this conversation with clients before where maybe the thing that's holding your back you back is the stress that you're getting at work. Like 80% of our day is spent at our job. And maybe that's the thing that's causing you not to be successful. I've seen it in my career where clients literally quit their jobs to start their own business or you know change careers and that was the tipping point for them to finally be successful like follow happiness don't follow dollars like there's been surveys done the last decade of people saying they would take a pay cut if they got better hours better working conditions better benefits better anything like sometimes you gotta like look at yourself like I think honestly for this end of this year I'm gonna challenge everyone listening to reflect on your own life like are you actually happy right now because I've brought this topic up like this past month like happiness is key to is the key to success are you happy in your home life are you happy at your job are you happy with what you're doing for your fitness If it's a no for all three, it's going to be really, really tough for you to be successful in all those three aspects in your life. I've seen it time and time again. Like, I've had clients that realized that their partner was the worst person for them. They finally had the courage to change that. And all of a sudden, their fitness goals were met. They're like the overall personality changed like they were so happy but you got to be willing to let go sometimes sometimes like holding on so hard onto something because you're just not used to anything else can be doing more harm than good for your health your soul and just your overall being like you we got to think outside the box like health and fitness is such a small little facet of life and like the more I've been in this industry, the more I understand how people have this whole fitness and health thing so backwards. It doesn't matter about, oh, I'm gonna do this diet this time because that's what's gonna 
get me successful. Oh, I'm going to do this type of workout. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do CrossFit. I'm going to do Orange Theory. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Like all that shit can work, but it doesn't happen unless everything else in your life is like you have your ducks in a row. Man, fuck, how did I get here? <laughs> so this this blows my mind how I get to these like rants. Like sometimes I start these episodes with like I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I have no idea if it's going to be any good for my listeners. I have no idea if anyone even fucking cares. But Every time I have you guys add me on Facebook and I like reach out and ask like, you know, what episodes are the most helpful? And all of you say your solo episodes. And I'm like, God damn, like I've been interviewing all these like professionals in the industry that I look up to and you guys think highly of me, which is like, it blows my mind. So like, thank you. But I'm going to end it there because I just got to my place and really think reflect on your life is everything where it should be is everything you know clean and tidy in order for you to take on the challenge for crushing your fitness and health goals that's the big question if it's not you got some serious serious decisions to make and you know reconstruct your life in order for your health and fitness goals to actually happen this time. What I want to talk about today is negativity. Because I find that when you have negative thoughts, negative people, and a negative environment, that essentially is the worst thing you could have in your life when it comes to achieving anything not even just like the whole fitness and weight loss and health in general it's all about everything in your life so what I want to kind of attack is more so negative people and most recently I've dealt with a situation where one person literally influenced everything how I felt to the point where I got to a dark place the kind of dark place that I was when I had to leave my business partners and you know as I was going through it I was like holy fuck like why is this happening to me why why am I feeling like this why am I going through something like this and really simply it's like it was all because of one person and it blows my mind that this one person could have done this to me and who knows how much of an influence they have in their life with other people and I was like holy fuck are you kidding me like it it, it literally like took me days to get through it and when I was going through it, I was like, fuck, I need to talk about this because there's a lot of negative people out there and guaranteed that 
yourself right now or you know your family members might be going through it a friend might be going through it are probably dealing with a negative person or persons in their life right this second and you know I got to a place in my life where I feel like I won like I feel like I have everything and I'm so so fortunate to say that because most people can't even get there you know like my home life is amazing my work life is amazing like I, 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 I can't like complain at all you know I go into every single day so excited to attack the day rather than what I was before where I was like when is this day gonna be over and one person one person took all of that away from me I was like holy shit and I'm a type of person that has a small circle I don't like being in large crowds and just being it's hard to say there's times when I can do it but when it comes to friends and family I like to keep a really really small circle so then I don't have to deal with negative people because if you understand what I'm saying there's some cases where you will honestly be um, you know exposed to that negative person every single day you try to live with it you try to work around it you've you know brought it up with the person you've had multiple arguments fights whatever you want to call it and it just doesn't go anywhere and at that point if that other person can't realize that they're the reason why you're feeling like shit they're the reason why you hate going to work hate coming home hate seeing on the holidays or things like that it, it's, it's a constant losing battle you know th- those people those negative people most likely don't have the self-awareness to know that they're actually doing that they're so self like self-absorbed people and it's like a cancer you know and it's also like a power trip and then I also also think a little ahead is like why is this person being like this like there's probably someone in their life right now or was in their life where they treated them the same way and then they go into their place of work or at home and they know they're the top dog in that you know community so they're gonna use the same tactics on there to make themselves feel better like it's a vicious cycle and if I had one piece of advice for anyone out there start auditing your inner circle whoever is that negative person or multiple people that are negative you just cut them out of your life and I know that's kind of harsh and sometimes unrealistic but it's like you sometimes have to look out for yourself like how much more can you endure of bullshit like can you do this for the rest of your life depending on how the person's you know in your circle at either work or at home like this is some serious shit like some over like bigger picture stuff and you know I've always kept my circle small for this reason 
when I started being more self-aware of the people I was hanging out with and working with that caused me to feel small, defeated, and not, you know, able to be open to be who I am, I was like, fuck, I need to cut these people out. And it's literally like just pulling a Band-Aid that's been stuck there in a sensitive area and you know there's going to be pain, but the moment you take it off, that cut can finally breathe and heal. So if you have a negative person in your life that makes you feel small and like you're not worth it, you're not doing yourself any favors. Do you really think that if you had to deal with a negative person like that on a daily basis, when it comes to your hopes and dreams and goals, do you think those are really going to happen? Probably not. If you're constantly being beaten down mentally, emotionally, and (laughs) there's not going to be any time or energy to be devoted to what's truly important in your life. Like, you know, I could go into this for an hour about my experience with previous examples in my life, but the moment I took the, you know, dive, the step, the jump to pull those negative people out of my life, you have no idea how much my life changed, how much more you know, gratitude, how much more like seeing things on the bright side, like something as simple as like, you know, out here in Vancouver, it rains all the fucking time. So this is, this is actually kind of weird that I'm (laughs) talking about this and it's actually sunny. Like we never get this much sun during the fall, but usually it rains all the fucking time, like every single day. And people out here complain about the rain all the fucking time. And I used to be that person. But now it's like I'll be at work and, you know, I'll ask how people are doing and someone will complain about the weather. And I'm like, so what? It's raining. How is that like influencing your life so much that you feel like you need to complain about it? It's not like you're going to be standing out in the rain the entire day. It's not like you're going to be outside in the cold without any rain gear if you have to go. You know, that's the only thing I can see about complaining about the rain is that you had to go outside in like shorts with no umbrella, no shoes for like an hour. Yeah, I would be pretty pissed about that too. But the fact that you're inside and you don't have to endure the rain, like what are you complaining about? There's so many other things in your life that can be happening that day, that moment of time that would give you joy to look on the bright side. Like I'm such an optimist ever since I took out negative people in my life. Like it's ridiculous. There's almost nothing that can get me down. Wow. Went on the tangent there. So my challenge for many of you listening is to get rid of those negative people in your life because you will be surprised how much freedom you're going to have and control over your life. You know, I've, never understood how different my life could be the moment I ripped that band-aid off and for the longest time in my life I always had to hide who I truly was and you know like it wasn't like you know I took the plunge and oh look I'm a new person it's slowly coming out like it's been two years since I cut the ties and 
my personality is really coming out as a human being. And it's going to take a while because I've been surrounded by negative people for a long time. And kind of like the example I said earlier, like negative people constantly beat you down without even knowing it. And I kind of look at it as like, depending on how many years or even decades you've had that negative person doing that to you, that's a lot of scars that you got to heal up. And honestly, if I, I can't put into words of how much my life has changed since taking the leap. And I don't wish on anyone feeling the same way I did because it's like a never-ending cycle. And then you start doubting yourself. You start picking up on other negative things. It's just terrible. So I think the challenge is to start writing down all the people that make you feel like shit. First having a conversation with them to let them know what they're doing because maybe they have no idea that they're doing this to you and all it takes is for you to like bring it up and they'll be like oh shit my bad like I never knew that this bothered you and then boom you guys are like best friends forever if they're like what are you talking about and take another jab at you then fuck them like just cut them right out you need to surround yourself with people that are going to push you to be your better self You need to be around people that are happy to help you. You need to be around people that will bring you up and not drag you down. As corny as that sounds. Being in an environment where people are positive and people that are more successful than you, that are open to helping you, will change your life forever. I try to surround myself with people that are better than me so it pushes me to be better as a person. You know, it's simple as like (laughs) just finding people that you haven't, you know, thought that could bring you that kind of fulfillment. So going back to this original topic of cutting out negative people, something as simple as like people that complain a lot, but don't directly, you know, cause you psychological harm are just as bad. Imagine if you go constantly out with friends, like five friends, and all they do is complain about their work, complain about the government, complain about how expensive everything is, complain about their life all the time, and you're in that environment, like, where is that gonna get you to? What is that gonna help you with? Nothing. Imagine if you were surrounded by five people that when you go out for drinks with them, that they're talking about how excited they are for the weekend to spend with their family and they're doing this thing and that thing. Another person starting a new business and they're excited to get that going and they ask you all of the other friends at the table their opinion of what they should do. And imagine like someone else saying like, hey, like we are going traveling and we want you to come. Like imagine switching conversations like that compared to like, oh my god, like, work's being a bitch, and this person, blah, blah, and they just start gossiping, and like, toxic, toxic. Just get rid of that shit out of your life, and you'll be surprised how much your life can change. Today's podcast is going to be an 
interesting one. Sorry, guys. Some people have, like, really weird stuff when they drive. Like, they just have no, like, self-awareness of what's happening in the world besides themselves. And then they translate that over to their driving capabilities. But anyway, this show's not about complaining about traffic because who the fuck cares about that? Um, What I want to talk about today is a few things. The first thing that kind of growled me up um, earlier this week was I had an individual reach out to me over Instagram to get on to my show. And anytime I, you know, get coaches or fitness people trying to get on my show, I'm kind of weary about because I physically didn't take the time to research them or get a recommendation from one of my you know podcast listeners or one of my guests that I would trust and out of the three years of podcasting and having people reach out to me only one person came out to be a good interview and I was um, Stacy Dawkins and like one of the best interviews I had like I had no idea who she was I looked her up she'd been in the yoga industry for 30 years we had an awesome chat loved it but all the other times where I've opened up my DM on Instagram and there's this person saying that they're a leading expert in X Y and Z and they want to share their story on my podcast I get a little like "Mm, let's see about that so most recently I had this individual reach out to me, wanted to get on my show, so I'm like, okay, well, let's do a little research on him, and turns out that, again, making claims that they're a leading expert in whatever fitness thing, and they've invented exercises that are proven to be the best for fat burning, reverse aging, and all these other different claims. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then I dig a little bit deeper into this person's website. And, you know, you get into the FAQs and people ask, like, how do you know your system? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. People are just not driving nicely today. Um, One of the FAQ questions is like, oh, how how do you know your system works? And he said he's living proof because he did it on himself. There are so many things wrong with that analogy. Just because you found something that worked for yourself doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else. It's just like saying, hey, I started powerlifting and got really strong. That means every client I train is now going to go into powerlifting makes no sense and there's so many fitness professionals and for those for you are listening i'm using air quotes out there that claim that they're an expert in this their system's the best it's blah 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 it's blah 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 and then there are people that will have the audacity to say that it works because it worked on myself or 
research has shown to X, Y, and Z. And when they make that statement, they have no supporting research to actually back it up, right? They just create this language for the general population to be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That totally sounds right to me. I'm going to trust this person. When in reality, like, no, you, you shouldn't. And this thing bugs me so much because I see it all the time. Or like you see those Instagram trainers, again, air quotes, that just put on their handle that they're an online trainer. And because they look skinny and lean and healthy, people just assume, oh, because they're fit, that means they're good at what they do. No, no, that's not the case. I just want people to stay clear from people blowing smoke up your ass when it comes to fitness and health advice. It's just fucking terrible. Just terrible. All right. Now that I got that off my chest, long story short, I bring on quality guests on my show. I will never have mediocre people. And even if a guest that I really wanted started talking to and it just didn't mesh or the info was shit I would never post it so there you go now the other thing because 2019 is coming to a close and I kind of promised everyone that I'm going to start kind of talking about a little bit more specifics when it comes to fitness and health I wanted to kind of bring up this idea of most of the time when people are looking for specifically nutrition advice they're thinking that they need to have something more difficult than they should. And nine times out of 10, the most simplest things I give to people, they can't even complete. You know, the typical fat loss, weight loss client I get, they all want to lose weight. They all want to ramp up their nutrition. They all want to, you know, ramp up their eating plan and they, feel like you know they've been through the ringer so many times they've done so many diets and x y and z and then when they get to my door when it comes to nutrition i give them really really simple things so how my nutrition coaching actually works is i'll put a person through a 28 page intake form of a questionnaire asking really specific questions about their history of eating the relationship with food, what, you know, skills they have in the kitchen, what equipment they have in the kitchen. Like it's a whole intake form that will paint me a beautiful picture of what we actually need to work on. And then when I give out homework, and if you don't know already, I coach everyone by habit-based nutrition, Some of the simplest things I give to someone who's done so many diets in their life is like the biggest struggle I've ever seen. Something as simple as, hey, I want you to drink two liters of water for this week or make it even simpler for the next two weeks. You know how many people actually get a perfect, if you want to call it a score, every single day of drinking two liters of water? Not many. I've seen it twice in my coaching career where people just pick it up in a snap of a finger you know people always expect 
that they have to do this really, really hard thing in order to see success in their fitness and health. So if I get someone that's done all these different diets and they think they have a grasp of what it takes and then I give them something as simple as I want you to drink two liters of water for the next two weeks every single day. That's the only thing I want you to worry about. And then they can't do it. And then they're asking me questions. So how many grams of sugar am I allowed to have? I'm like, why are you asking me that right now when you can't even figure out how to consume two liters of water a day? Right? People are always skipping steps. Like, stop skipping steps. It's like getting a Lego set and then you just skip pages 5 to 13 because you feel like you can just figure it out and it'll just come easy. Like, no. All this tells me is that all these years that I've been coaching people, they latch on stuff that are more complicated and more difficult than they're used to and they're ready for. And when they go on these protocols of harsh diets or things like intermittent fasting, keto, whatever it may, may be, they'll, they don't learn anything from there. They don't learn any like life skills. You know, this goes back again to my whole like theme of this year, bigger picture stuff. If you don't have life skills, you won't get that far in life. You know, I would almost go as like you doing your own research of how to do intermittent fasting or macro counting or whatever is like you getting a formal education, but that formal education doesn't translate to what you're supposed to do in everyday life when dealing with an asshole of a boss at work. It doesn't mesh. You know, there are some similarities of what you can learn in formal education in the real world when dealing with an asshole, but it usually doesn't really work, right? So my approach to nutrition is being really simple and getting people really good at that because when you have that base, that core, any other difficult nutrition protocol you want to try out there will become easy. You know, like on average, the people that I've had for nutrition coaching, it takes at least a good three months before they get into a rhythm, right? And I'm really upfront. Like a lot of people when they start coaching, they're like so motivated, they're so excited. But with all that motivation and excitement, it can only take you so far. You like have to put in the work. Like, I don't know how much more I can keep saying this, like put in the work and wait. You know, like to get anything in life, it takes effort and time. I don't know why people have this illusion that three weeks, four weeks, is what's going to take to undo decades of you know terrible eating patterns, terrible sleep patterns, terrible, you know, drinking patterns of not drinking water and just drinking coffee. Like these are some real things that I've seen. You know, you're not going to fix everything in your life in an 8-week program. This is why I coach people minimum of six months. Like it takes time to break down walls and barriers. Like people need to get it through their head. 
So now going into the, you know, end of 2019, like next week, December, like how fucking crazy is that? You need to remember there's going to be a lot of festivities when it comes to Christmas and things like that. And yeah, go ahead and indulge, but know that December is such a wash that you're not going to see you know, your goals any closer, you know, maybe throwing in an extra workout, throwing in an extra walk, throwing in some extra activity to balance the consumption of cookies and alcohol and dinners and parties you're going to have, right? Be realistic with yourself. Start looking yourself in the mirror and really figure out what's really important in your life and Maybe it's time to look at going back to the basics and really hammering it out that it's so easy to drink two liters of water, eat your vegetables, and eat protein. Like, it's that simple, but it takes time to be actually successful at it. So I'm going to finish there because I can ramble about this forever. But thank you for listening to me. Let's fucking crush this week. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for always supporting me. You guys are awesome. Until next time, you guys.